You're listening to Happy Healthy Hormones with Dr. Chris. Are you tired of the short-term patch to your health problems? Is avoiding medications and surgeries important to you? If you answered yes, then your prayers have been answered. Dr. Chris has been helping people transform their health for over a decade. He's a world-renowned health expert who specializes in holistic health. He's a professional speaker, chiropractor, and international best-selling author. It's his mission to help you reach your full God-given potential through holistic health and healing. Get ready to be inspired and transformed. Here's your host, Dr. Chris. Hey everyone, this is the show where disease takes a dive and people come to thrive. Today we have a really cool guest. This is Dr. Anthony Tellerico. Hopefully I said his name right. It's an awesome last name. I love it. But Dr. Anthony is an awesome guy. You know, he's a graduate from Rutgers University. Uh, he's been 24 years in practice doing metabolic work since 2004. So over 14 years, 15 years doing that. And he's just a really amazing guy. He's really good at helping people lose weight, but really getting healthy in the process. And that's his main goal. And that's really why I have him on the show today, because he's focused on the big picture. And the side effect of what he does is losing weight. And he does some really specific things with that, which I think other people are missing out when it comes to losing weight, because there's a lot of different things we can do to lose weight. But this guy really has it dialed in. So let's hear from Dr. Anthony. All right, everyone. So we've got a special guest here today. We've got Dr. Anthony. He is just crushing it in the natural and holistic health world. He's helping a lot of people transform their lives. So it's great to have Dr. Anthony on. Dr. Anthony, how are you doing today? Hey, great. Uh, thanks for having me on, Chris. Absolutely. Now, where are you coming from today? Where are you hanging out at? Uh, I live just outside of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. It's where I practice. Awesome. Born and raised there? No, I grew up on the East Coast in New Jersey. Um, went to Rutgers uh, for my undergraduate and uh, moved down to Georgia to do my graduate school. That's great. Well, tell me, tell us, how, how did you become a health expert and what's the story of what brought you into this realm? Well, when I was um, a young guy, I was um, into athletics and sports, um, you know, mostly wrestling and football. And I was always trying to improve my performance. So I would get involved with, you know, anything that was performance based, you know, vitamins, minerals, supplements, amino acids, protein, you, you name it, I was into it. And then as life kind of went on and athletics became less important, I started to look at this in terms of how it affects people's lives in a greater sense. And that kind of led me into more natural health care because I didn't want to um, just be a, a source of like pharmaceuticals for people. I just wanted to help them improve their lives and improve their own performance naturally. That's awesome. And so in that, in that transition, you've went to helping really people, it sounds like focus in weight loss and weight loss is so much more than just, Hey, eat this and exercise there. There's a, there's a psychological component to it as well, which I want you to get that into a little bit here, but how did this journey of natural health lead you into helping people lose weight and transform their life that way? Well, it's, it's interesting. Um, I had a family that had a lot of sickness. Um, a lot of people in my family were, were type two diabetics. And so my entire family, my father, even my brother, several of my uncles, aunts, they all were type 2 diabetics. And I watched them basically get ravaged by a disease that I later figured out was totally preventable and, in fact, you know, even curable for a lot of people who have it. 
And so it was a huge motivation for me to start to help people who were starting to seek my care for other things and looking this and seeing how much of a problem it is. A uh, hundred million Americans are diabetic or pre-diabetic at this time. And that's, that's basically one in three people that you see walking around. It's everywhere. It's rampant. And I'm glad that it's bad. Yeah. I'm glad there's people out there like you that are helping people transform and, and see the light. I feel so many times people are just looking for those quick fixes as well. And so what are some of the approaches that you see people that are doing that just really aren't working, whether that be like the, the lap band surgeries or shots or whatever, what are you seeing out there that's just, you're shaking your head and being like, what are these people doing to themselves? Well, there's, there's all kinds of, you know, and you see it too, Chris, all these different fads, you know, all these, this latest, greatest thing. Um, but essentially what we're dealing with is a human being who has DNA that's, you know, hundreds of thousands, if not millions of years old. And so we have to realize that, you know, it's more than just food. It's a combination of things that we do that influence behavior. So food is like instructions to our body, right? But so is sleep. So is sun. So is attitude. So are all of these other different factors. And so the biggest mistakes that I see is people have improper implementation. They're trying to just cut carbs and they think that's the answer. And they're overlooking things like circadian rhythm, uh, timing and intervals of when you eat. Um, being toxic to blue light and having problems with their gut and all these other things. And they're looking for the, the latest, greatest, you know, magic bullet that's going to help them. And, and it really doesn't exist like that. Absolutely. And when you're looking at these people and they're, they're struggling, you know, because, I mean, there's probably a ton of people out here listening right now that have tried everything. They think they've tried everything at least. You know, they've done everything, quote unquote, right. They've they're eating salad all the time, they're exercising, they're doing what they think is the right thing, they're counting their points, they're watching this and that. But what are some of the biggest struggles you see people trying to lose weight or, or struggling with the most? Um, they, they really overlook certain key elements. So if you, if you think of a human being as, as an animal, um, instead of like some highly evolved species that we pretend we are, there's just a natural order of, of the way health works. You know, our circadian rhythm, like getting up and going to bed at certain times, getting adequate rest, um, the way we eat, you know, that we, that we exist in a bubble that's almost always the same temperature, um, that we're so disconnected from the earth, the sun, you know, all of these other things that we think just counting our carbs is going to make a, a, a difference, but our modern lifestyle, not just our carbohydrate intake, but our modern lifestyle and our modern foods and processed things that we're consuming are basically causing a situation that, that has us out of sync with, with the world, with the, with the, with the, the earth. Well, let's talk about that a little bit because a lot of times people will say, okay, I understand that McDonald's is bad and salad is good and movement is good and sitting on my butt is not a good thing for what I'm trying to do. But you talk about being more connected to the earth. You talk about the blue light. You talk about some of these. What are some of these other things doing to stop people? Not just from losing weight because really we both know that weight is just a symptom of dis-ease in the body. 
And so what are some of these other things that you're seeing that people aren't really identifying with, but are like, can you get into a little more detail about some of that stuff, like the blue light, maybe uh, whatever else you're talking about there? So blue light. So when, when we get up in the morning, um, we need a certain amount of light. We have a little thing in our brain. It's called the suprachiastic nucleus. And basically what this does is this tells our genetic code what time it is. And it also coordinates the release of certain hormones. So first thing in the morning, your cortisol is released in, a, in conjunction with getting up and having light exposure. So as that cortisol rises up, your blood sugar goes up, and there's all these things that happen in a metabolic sense. As the day goes on, that cortisol level is supposed to fall, but we keep getting it jacked up with sitting in front of our laptops or our PC screens or looking at our phones, and then it's even worse at night. So let's say 8, 9 o'clock at night, we're starting to settle down, but we're still looking at our phones and our laptops and TV screens, and we're still pumping in that signal to our brain and nervous system that says, hey, it's, it's still morning, and we still need all this cortisol around. So you get these people who are chronically stressed. They can't sleep because cortisol is the antagonist to melatonin. So mm-hmm. as your cortisol goes up, your melatonin goes down, so you can't enter the good sleep cycle. You can't get that good growth hormone release. You can't really heal and, re- and repair your body in a deep sense because you're not getting that restorative sleep. So it's a big thing. And, and, and people, I know like a lot of online people and entrepreneurs online, you're going to see them wearing things like blue blockers and things like that because they're aware of the toxic effect of this blue light on them because they're in front of these screens all day long. Well, yeah. So like um, Dave Asprey, is that, how is that? Yeah, he, he he advertises those with those the glasses that he has, and I've never tried them. Actually, my wife and I were just talking about that the other day uh, because she had struggled with sleep for a lot. She used to have a lot of insomnia, and it affected her sleep, affected her GI. I mean, the GI. It's like it all tied in, made her gain weight. And it wasn't until she started to get her sleep under control, and those things that and healing the gut that hey, the weight started to come off and started to lose that. But just recently, started to get off balance a little bit with that again. But it was the stress levels, you know, her business and things that she's doing in her life. And and one of those things, though, that we also realized as we were analyzing was, you know what? We haven't been doing a very good job of limiting our screen time before we go to bed. And so we're actually thinking about just, hey, let's just get some of those glasses as well just to help that a little bit more. So that's that's pretty awesome. That's just, you know, it's just one component of the thing, but, mm-hmm. but you know, it, it has a, like, a, like an effect through your whole body, you know, like your, your body, this doesn't work as well. And a natural, a body that's healthy is going to kind of resist gaining weight, but an unhealthy body is going to gain weight much more readily. So people notice that they have not only problems losing weight, but they gain weight much more readily than other people. Like everybody knows the person who can eat whatever they want and never gain a pound. Mm-hmm. Well, the opposite exists. The people just look at donuts and gain weight. So um, that's the sign of a broken metabolism. That's part of the work that I do is really is trying to delve deep into their metabolism, figure out what's broken, and then set it in the right path. Well, that great. that's great because that helps lead me into my next question I was going to ask you, which is, what are you doing to help people break past some of these limitations that they're facing? I, I will really, really dig down and look at look at their situation. 
Um, I do some lab work. You know, I look at their fasting um, glucose levels and their HbA1c levels, but I also look at their fasting insulin levels. And this kind of tells me if they're insulin resistant. And then if they are, then I have strategies with diet, with timing of when they would eat meals, what they would eat in those meals, what particular nutrients they would need. And then I look at their sleep requirements, what they should be doing, try to help them improve their sleep, um, try to get them out of that blue light in the evening. So it's like a, it's really like a 10 pronged attack where it's far more than, okay, since I'm, since I'm insulin resistant, I shouldn't eat carbs. It's, it's beyond that in the sense that we can see, we can heal their metabolism. Um, we see pretty dramatic results in, in 90 days time is, is amazing. The things that I've seen. Do you have an example, maybe a story of a patient where you didn't, maybe they didn't think this was the reason why they were struggling with their health or their weight. And you, you started to tweak this thing over here that seemed like it was way out in left field to them, but it just actually helped change everything. Yeah. And I have a a website and, um, you probably put it in your notes, but it's called metabolic programming. And then I have a guy's actual blood work up there. So in Mm -hmm. 90 days, um, I, I saw him when I first saw him, he's, uh, his glucose fasting glucose level was 253. His HbA one C was 10.3. And his insulin level was 10.2. And about 90 days later, just making these changes with absolutely no medication, glucose level 112, HbA1c 6.2, and insulin level 4.4. So just a dramatic change just by implementing these things. And, you know, he was he was telling me all types of things like his vision changed he could suddenly he could see things he couldn't see before his energy got better his aches and pains got better just by switching on these 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 little metabolic little things that we just kind of hit on these nuances that's awesome you know it's a little thing sometimes that can change our life dramatically it's i don't know if it's called the 2 degree the 2 degree rule or the two millimeter rule. I was, I think it's a two degree rule, but basically what that means is if you can just, we're so close a lot of times in making drastic changes in our life, whether it become our health, our spiritual life, our relationships, our finances, and we're doing so many things right, but it's just taking that shift two degrees can be the difference between us being stuck and plateaued somewhere and complacent in an area of our life to just having our world opened up and having all these amazing results. Just like that gentleman that you talked about that you helped with his getting him off of his diabetes medication or, or just yeah. being free and losing weight. It's that's huge. And, so and that's that's why people need guys like us basically and gals like us that, you know, are coaches that would help them jump that line, you know, like because a lot of people are really trying to do stuff for themselves and they're not succeeding and they're too close to it to know why. I just had a consultation with a, a lady today. And she told me all these things and I kind of like in, in repeating it back to her, she's like, oh, well, when you hear it out loud, it changes it. You know, it, it's like they need somebody to help them get to that next level, whether they're trying to, you know, restore their metabolism or fix their gut or, you know, do whatever. They, you know, they need a coach a lot of times that, that's knowledgeable, that's been there, that can, that can guide them. A lot of times education just creates paralysis in our lives. And so we have this access to Google now and there's so many 
people and, and gurus or self-proclaimed gurus that are giving information. It might some of it be good information, but without direction and course and guidance, uh, it's just information without action. Or maybe we're taking action, but we're not putting together in the right order to actually have the success. So I think that's huge. I'm, I'm glad you're doing that. What are three maybe simple tips that people can start to do right now that would go a long ways towards just getting them in the right direction, the right focus, wh whatever it might be, to help actually start to lose the weight, to get their metabolism back on track? Um, this is going to be really controversial. Um, but I like it. Split in the room. So here we go. The, the single biggest thing for a lot of people is just skipping breakfast. And, and it sounds like everything's opposite of what you've been told and brought up on. But the reason I say that is most people's breakfast is just a highly processed sugar, you know, starch or junk. You know, even mm -hmm. breakfast cereals, all the things that they're eating, you know, donuts, pancakes, waffles, bagels. It's best to skip that. If that's going to be breakfast for you, you're better to skip that and eat a good lunch. And then that prolongs that, that fasting interval that you've developed over sleep. So your body is now starting to, you know, process things a little better. You're giving your body a bit of a break. Um, so that kind of plays into the second one, which is intermittent fasting. So intermittent fasting is, you know, taking meals in timed intervals throughout the day. So you can do, let's say, a 16-hour and eight-hour intermittent fast, which means, you know, for 16 hours, you don't consume any calories. And then for eight hours, you'll have, like, your, maybe your lunch and then your dinner. And so intermittent fasting, even if you're eating the same amount of, of kilocalories, can actually stimulate um, fat loss and, and improve your metabolism. So those are two of the things. And the other one is, and we talked about it, we brushed up on it earlier, which is really the importance of sleep. And in fact, researchers have done studies where, you know, college students ate the same calories, did the same activities. One group was sleep deprived and the other one wasn't. And the body composition of the sleep deprived students became different. They, they got more body fat. They lost muscle mass. So we need to, under, to understand the importance of some of these other factors that really we overlook a lot. That's, that's key. Those are golden things right there. I think if people implemented that, even if they didn't lose weight right away, they're just going to feel so much better, right? Absolutely. I mean, have more energy, more clarity, mental focus. Well, you know, I think we both agree that there's a lot of things out there that can help somebody lose weight, right? And some of those things might be healthy and some of those things might not be healthy, but what do you think really allows your approach to be different from a lot of the other stuff that's out there? The big thing for me is that I am trying to create a healthier human being. You know, a, a healthy person is going to start to get rid of that weight naturally. I mean, you can lose weight by taking amphetamines, you know. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's, that's the truth, and people do it. They take, you know, methamphetamines and they lose weight. But is that how you want to do it? I mean, like, is that poisoning yourself? Is not the answer. So if we create a healthier person, they are going to lose that body fat. They are going to change their body composition, and they're also going to be healthier across the board, like in their labs and in other areas of their lives. So, so that's really my main focus is is really trying to restore health. That's great because then that's going to have the lasting effects. You know, 
weight loss can be short term sometimes and a lot of approaches it is a short term i mean how many people that are listening right now you've lost weight maybe a substantial amount of weight and then you just gained it all back plus another 10 pounds super frustrating super defeating and we have the desire to go back and do it again and so people keep doing it and they have the same result and they keep doing it having the same result and that definition of insanity pops up in that story and we really just want to make sure we're getting ourselves healthy because like you said when you're able to get someone healthy and stable and they understand what's got them there and they're implementing those those new lifestyle changes they can actually create a life that they want the person that they want to be physically mentally chemically whatever for the long haul i think that's great what you're doing now a lot of people try to get into this story this broken record of genetics we hear about a lot of genetics you know there's the ancestry.com genetics here there's genetics for testing your baby to see if they're going to have this disease there's a genetic to see if you're going to get breast cancer how much does genetics really play a role in somebody's ability to lose weight it has some some you know factor as genetics but one of the things that people often don't really see is your genetics is also um you know, about habits, you know, so you're, if you grew up in the same family as your brothers and sisters, you probably eat the same way that they do, that, that you learn from your parents, your same habits, your same foods, your same choices. And so we'll see, you know, whole families of people who've developed these bad habits and they go, well, look, everybody in my family has this problem. Well, yeah, but you're all doing the exact same things. So, Genetics is a factor for some people, and certainly even things like gut organisms. And, and you can see the science now; it's moving some of, some of that in that direction. But you know, because there is a, some genetic link, but it's not the whole story. So even a person who grows up in a family of, of morbidly obese people can change things around and actually change their genetics in a sense by influencing the epigenetic factors, the things that activate certain genes and deactivate certain genes is very much under our control by our choices and our behaviors. That's that's key. I think that gives so many people freedom out there to understand that, hey, even though my mom might be overweight, my grandma's overweight, my aunt, my sister, doesn't mean that I have to be overweight too. We can stop the insanity with me and create a better future for my daughter, my son, you know, my grandchildren. And, uh, man, it's just, it's just empowering to hear someone with your expertise talk about that. And, and you're out there giving people hope, but you're not just giving people hope. You're actually delivering on the results too. So I think that's amazing. And I want to ask this, this question of you next. This is a question that we ask all of our guests here. And this is always a different answer from everyone I hear, but this is important for people to understand because everyone gets something different from it, which is doc, what, does reaching your fullest potential mean to you? That's a good question. I, I think your fullest potential is going to be a very individual thing, um, but it should enable you to, to be able to focus on the things that are important for you in your life. And if that's, you know, being active enough to, you know, chase your grandkids around in the yard or, you know, run marathons or work a demanding job to provide for your family, your your health potential shouldn't limit you from doing any of those things. And unfortunately, I would say in, in a lot of cases, it really is. So the person who's, you know, 
become type two diabetic. Now they're having to, to, you know, take medications and, and do all these other things, or they're hypertensive because of, um, insulin resistance and all these things. They can't really get up on purpose. They're having all these distractions. Mm-hmm. So if, if you reach your fullest health potential, you really are able to do the things and interact with life in a way that makes it worth living for you. So that's kind of how I see the, the, that's awesome. the truest, truest health potential. No, that's awesome. That's, that's perfect. I love that. And so how can some people reach out to you and find you if, if they want to see what you're doing and what you're about and even work with you? Uh, what are a, maybe a couple of websites that they can go and check you out at? Okay. Yeah. So I have a couple of Facebook groups. I have, um, one that's just my 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 name, Doctor Anthony Tallarico. Um, it's a Facebook group, and there's there's quite a few people in there, and I put information in there um, fairly readily. I'll post some cool. information, and that's pretty wide ranging. I also have a YouTube channel that's you know, and you can just Google um, Doctor Anthony Tallarico, and you're going to get videos from me on YouTube. Cool. We'll put that spelling on there too, because your last name is not the easiest to spell. Not the easiest. Not but I know it's no problem. We'll get that up on the link, so you guys can all get that and, and find him. And then just my 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 metabolism page is called Metabolic Programming, and I wrote a book, and it's got the same title. Um, hopefully, have that published in the next couple of months. It's in editing right Great. now. But Metabolic Programming, and basically. That enables you to have a consult with me and talk about this kind of stuff. And I have a Facebook group that you could request to join, and that's also called um, under groups. It's called metabolic programming as well, and you can um, ask to be added to that. And I add people to that, and I don't charge for that group. I just I like to keep it closed just because um, it, it 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 keeps it safe place, more pure. I yeah. love it. I love it. Well, I'm, I'm glad you're giving resources out to people and giving back. That's yeah. amazing. So. Doc, hey, man, we appreciate you coming on today and sharing your knowledge and dropping some truth today. And thank you for your time. And, man, just keep on rolling and keep on helping people. Yeah, thanks, Chris. Thanks for having me on. I really appreciate it. Thanks for listening, and we hope you enjoyed today's episode. Please help more people in reaching their fullest potential and rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. For show notes and other free resources we mentioned today, go to newedgewellness.com.